and welcome to our podcast, Revelation Within On The Go. I'm Heidi Bilesma Epperson, one of your hosts and the owner and lead coach of the RevelationWithin.com ministry. And I'm Christina Motley, your other host, also a Revelation Within coach and Heidi's partner in all things Revelation Within. We are so excited to invite you to join us for this episode of our podcast, Revelation Within Okay, I'm so glad to have you with us today. We have a special episode. They're all special, of course. Yes. But it's super special. (laughs) Super special. We are interviewing a dear friend and participant, Lisa McNeely. And Lisa, you want to say hey to our family here? Hello, everyone at Revelation Within. It's my pleasure to be here and talk with Heidi and Christina and with you all. Thank you for being here, Lisa. We're so glad you're here. Well, y'all, I asked Lisa if we could interview her because her journey, as we have witnessed it, has taken her from one distinct place, if you will, to quite a different place. And I want her to share with you what that looks like and how she did it and is doing it. So Lisa, I know you know what I'm talking talking about, but why don't you start off by sharing with us what your relationship with food eating in your body was like for much of your life before you came to thin within, which is now revelation within. So I've only been with revelation within now formerly thin within for about a year. Mm -hmm. I only started last August and it was just what I needed at the right time. I haven't had trouble with eating and weight all my life. I'm 60 now. And when I was 30, so 30 years and I just struggled and I never had a faith-based piece. It was all the journey of eat lots of vegetables because you don't ever want to get hungry and don't eat carbs and don't eat these things. Oh, wow. I said, did some different things here and there, always believing that I should eat real food all the time in the right amounts. And I shouldn't have to go to some specialty shop to get these things Mm -hmm. that people say you're supposed to eat because you're supposed to eat them. I wasn't at peace from the time I started really trying to lose weight in my thirties. There was just never a peaceful time. There were times where I wasn't focusing on it, but there was never really a peaceful time. I was always trying to eat more vegetables or eat less carbs or eat more protein or something like that based on, you know, maybe what the media said or a friend said, or my colleagues or, you know, somebody, oh, this worked for me. Oh, this worked for me. Or uh, drink these shakes for the rest (laughs) of your life for three times a day or something like that. And some of those things didn't appeal to me, but some of them did, but I just never felt at peace. And I prayed before I ate, but I never really prayed that the Lord would help me with this. And mm-hmm. as a lifelong Christian and faithful person, how do I, how did I miss that piece for so long? Mm. So when I joined here, the first thing I felt was just, oh my gosh, these people get it. That Good. this is a journey <laughs> with the Lord, not with food. Mm. Amen. Sister. <laughs> I just got on that path because I'm like, this is what I have needed. Mm. I know this is what I need. Not sure why I didn't seek that out before, but I needed to improve my relationship with the Lord first. So the revelation within really helped me get on that path and taught me some things to get a relationship with the Lord in the right place at the right time so that the eating thing will will work out for you too. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where this whole thing started with me. And I feel sometimes like, how could you be this old and not know that? And (laughs) I I don't know. Sometimes I ask myself those questions in a lot of different areas. 
I'm grateful I did. And it didn't take me very long to go, you know, I, I just want to be at peace. If mm. I go out to fast food, I just want to eat something and be at peace and enjoy the yes. company. So I wouldn't say at first I set out to be a peaceful eater, but through the different things that I did and, and some minor renewal things and stuff like that, I became a peaceful eater. And mm. early on in my journey, I just put the scale away. I put wow. it away. I turned it over and I put it in my closet in a corner and it hasn't been brought out since. I've not been a big scale person all my life, you know, maybe once every two weeks, once a month or so on and so forth. But I quickly realized that when I set out to release weight, decrease weight, whatever you want to say is that was my measure. And then I forgot to measure other things like flowing right. with the Lord and building strong relationships with people. And then you just forget all those other important things in life when the scale is the most important thing that tells you what yes. you do. And frankly, mm-hmm. I know when I've lost weight, I don't need a scale to tell me when I've lost five pounds. I know ah, so true. I can so tell, true. I yeah. can tell by the way, my clothes fit and other things. So mm-hmm. I just put it away. I just, awesome. And, <laughs> and then early on, I just, I really loaded up with what God says about my body you know, mm-hmm. about the body, a person's body. Yeah. And that it's his temple. I've known that I, I've known that, but I never really applied it to the whole releasing weight thing. Mm. And that was quite a, I, I, I'll say revelation for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm supposed to worship him and pray and all these things, but then I'm like, wait a second, this can be bigger. My body is God's temple. And you know what? Just as it is, it's still God's temple. Yes. It's way better than I'm at right now. Yes. And whether I gained a hundred pounds or lost a hundred pounds or, or five or whatever, it is still his temple. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I can remember thinking that I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. It, again, you know, sometimes you, you wonder how, how did that strike me at this time? And in this place, thankfully, because of the people I was around in the place that I was in with the revelation within, um, you know, website and things like that, that when you're surrounded by that stuff, you just begin to realize mm. what you need to realize and maybe what you've been missing mm. um, along the way. Mm-hmm. We are to have the mind of Christ. Mm-hmm. And that again is very prevalent Mm-hmm. And my body is this temple and I have the mind of Christ. Well, Hey, what more do I need? Oh, <laughs> I love that. Love I it, Lisa. Once I kind of put those two things together and I think it took a few months along the way, the peace began to set in. And then some of these other things that kind of lingered in my mind about life things and, you know, like exercise, I've been an athlete. I've carried that. It's like, okay. I ate a whole pizza. I'll go exercise for eight hours. You know, I mean, (laughs) you know, for those of us who've had that problem, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I still do struggle with that a little bit Mm -hmm. Um, that I carry that mentality for a long time, but my body was saying, nope, nope, nope. Your, your, your body has worked hard. It has served you well, but you, you can't do this like you used to. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just kind of really realizing that it's God's temple. He's built it this way. I have my aches and pains. I should make those worse. I, you know, um, I wouldn't say that one day suddenly like, oh, I'm a peaceful eater. I, <laughs> I think Heidi kind of put that in my mind during our coaching sessions where she's like, Lisa, you just really seem like you're at peace. I'm like, oh yeah, I am. <laughs> but it wow. wasn't like something I was really striving for. I uh-huh. mean, kind of, but that wasn't the main thing. 
Yeah. It's yeah. Making healthier and, you know, able to do some things. And this peace thing kind of came along the way. You know, I really don't care if I gain a pound or three pounds or I care that my clothes fit. I care yeah. that I'm healthy. I mean, in a way that I can do the things that I want to do for my life and weight is just whatever it is. I don't get hung up on that. What um, an amazing freedom that is. For oh, me. truly, truly, truly. Yay. Well, wow. I remember when you first came to us, Lisa, and you dove right into our community <laughs> right away yeah. uh, at revwithin.team, by the way. Yeah, it was so awesome to see you in process and you, you did, you processed what you were learning and taking in by being an active part of the community. How valuable do you feel this exposure to the community has been for your journey? Has that been helpful? Oh, incredibly, incredibly helpful because when you're on that site, the word of God is just there and how the application is made to this body journey that most of us are on here. It's kind of two part. It's almost like when you improve the mind or when you work on that mind and renew the mind, the body piece kind of comes along kind of like I had to get that mind right. And then just getting all that information there and people sharing what they're going through and how they're using mind renewal. Each one of those helps my mind be right. Mm -hmm. Whether I haven't experienced whatever they're going through or whether I have, it's something that I can always think about and I can always pray for them. And I'm mm -hmm. like, that's another way to give and to share with having the mind of Christ. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, so, you've been an invaluable member of that community. Yes. Well, thank and you. I'm I mean, everybody there contributes just in ways that I'm like, oh my, that's just, <laughs> that's just so moving or that that's just, I'm really taking that to heart today. So Lisa, you've talked about when you came to Thin Within, now Revelation Within, but how did you find us and what were you looking for? This is just such a funny story. You know, I just, I just had a stint with a well-known uh, weight loss program and I'd had some success. I was just done. I didn't want to look at another count this, count that. Yes, I don't want to live for whatever life I have left. I just want to eat when I eat. I just did a search for faith-based weight loss. I had never heard of Thin Within before a year ago. Never even heard of wow. it. I know. Wow. Again, how did I get this old and never hear about it? I get it. But <laughs> you're not alone in that. <laughs> right. I know. And I started looking at him like, how on earth did I not ever get here and see these things, you know, from the 1970s or whatever? I, I don't really know yeah. how I missed it. But thankfully, um, the <laughs> Lord drew me there. And through just a search, it was the first thing that popped up. And I'm like, yep, I don't oh, need good. to go further. Here we are. That's how I found you. It was That's last awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad. Thank you. And for I think <laughs> the Lord put me in the right place at the right time with the thoughts. Sure I did. You know, certainly that was none of my doing. Now I can look back and say, yep, you just made me type those Lord. You just made me type those right words in there. <laughs> what were you looking for? Lisa, you know, I was probably looking for peace. I really probably was, but at that time I wanted to infuse my healthy living weight loss journey with faith. Yes. I had never done that before. I don't know if I heard something. I really don't know. I'd been really lately doing a lot of journaling just in life things and looking to God's word for some direction in some just life things, you know, that not, you know, tragedies or anything like that, just some life things. Mm -hmm. And I was turned to the Lord in, and I somehow was led to say, Hey, the Lord can help me with this too. Let's go out there and find something. 
You mentioned renewing your mind as part of what you have been up to. Um, Could you share with us what that looks like for you and how that's made a difference for you in this journey? Again, that's the piece that I really think has made all the difference. And when I, I'm like, oh, I did it a few times and I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. (laughs) So I love the tools that are are presented there. I love what people put on the website at Revelation Within, but I have my journal and I do gratitude every day. I do my devotion in the morning and usually right after I just write down three things or more that gratitude, I do daily gratitude and a daily gratitude journal. And sometimes I think I have these little bulleted lists of things, but sometimes it's a prayer, a prayer Mm -hmm. of gratitude and thankfulness. And sometimes it starts out as I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. And then suddenly I'm maybe upset about something. And then I will maybe write a little bit about that. But there's something about physically writing things down that when you physically write them down and not even typing, but just something about writing with a pen and paper, it just kind of solidifies it in your mind. And I can, it does. It keeps me mindful. So gratitude, just starting the day with gratitude and you, it can be the simplest thing. I'm thankful my car started today. I know one day it was really cool that I was like, I was just grateful for the car that starts every day. And it can be the simplest of things. One day it was my flowers that had kind of gotten a little parched and Mm -hmm. I watered them and they were growing and I noticed it the simplest of things and they aren't all body related or in fact, very few of them are. Yeah. And yet it makes such a difference when we are, I think it's like we exalt God for anything and everything. And we thank him for anything and everything. It's really hard for us to grasp for things that we don't need because we're taking a humble posture and that grasping for things we don't need, like extra food or spending money that we don't have or whatever it might be is built on more of a prideful ad, at least for me, it is. And so when I exalt God, I am end up grasping for things that I'm not supposed to a lot less. You know what? I, I agree. I agree. So Heidi. I, you know, I can just be standing outside and I'm like, Lord, I love the trees. I love the way the wind goes <laughs> through that. I mean, instead of saying, oh, that's really beautiful. I yes. guess, Lord, I love that you have provided <laughs> these rustling leaves. The other day I saw a beautiful, beautiful cloud in the sky. I'm like, Lord, I just love that. Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yeah. When you take your mind kind of off yourself, yes. even though your body is a temple and you want to have the mind of Christ, which, you know, you're striving for, it's amazing how that gets better when you look to other things as well. Yeah. I, um, I like to do a lot of praise every day, praise and gratitude every day. And then other things I put in there too. Truthless have been hard for me, but necessary. Sometimes they're very short, but they're very necessary. I like what if using the what if tool for some things in, in my life and, and on this journey as well. I, uh, yeah. I like that one. with you or without you, with you, that's a newer one that I have found a lot of joy as well. Those I say are some of the ones that I use um, pretty regularly, but, um, and then every once in a while I come across and I was like, oh, I can use that. I haven't used that one for a long time. <laughs> yes. Well, and I know there was, when we were coaching, there was one in particular that was ministering to your heart when you wanted to grab a bite to eat and you weren't. Oh, sure. stall. 
Yes. Yeah. Tell, tell <laughs> us about that. <laughs> you know, I, I almost forget that's a mind renewal tool because I use it so much. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's almost just become a part of what I do. In fact, last night I'm standing just going, I am not hungry, but I so want something to eat. Oh, for goodness <laughs> sakes, why do I want something to eat? So I just, I stop and I have this conversation with myself. <laughs> I know it's stop, turn, but I usually stop and talk. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of self-talk at first. I just talk about what, you know, do I really need this? What am I doing here? Lord help me. Then it goes to ask, Lord help me with this decision right now. And then I just kind of, I try to listen. Sometimes that listening piece isn't all that great, but once you ask, <laughs> you've got to listen. Mm-hmm. And then I, I would say that that is probably the hardest one for me. Mm-hmm. I ask, and then sometimes it's like, I'm grabbing it anyway. Don't, don't get me wrong. I still sometimes use stall and go whatever and have my cookie or whatever. It's, it's not perfect, but it puts your mind in a place where you're thinking about it. Right. So do the listen, do the look and learn. And if you can just tell you, and sometimes I like have to turn my back Yes. and look the other direction (laughs) because, you know, I'm kind of a pantry rustler and a refrigerator rustler, (laughs) open the door, open the door. Uh, uh, no, not that, not that, you know, (laughs) So I can use stall a few different times or several different times, depending on how my, my mood is, but I have decreased so much in the amount of food I've consumed. And I was telling Heidi too, when we were coaching, I just can't believe how much less food I eat. Mm. It just, it just strikes me as so interesting how much less food I eat on a daily basis that I'm satisfied with. It just makes me take that moment to think about it, which I never would have done before. Right. I never would have done before. And sometimes that stall thing isn't always a peaceful moment. Mm-hmm. I will be. Perfect. It could be an arguing moment. Huh? It, can be. it really can be. But taking the time sometimes, just taking the time to stop, yeah. turn, talk, you know, and follow those processes. Yeah. Yeah. Stall yeah. has been, been one of my. Um, <laughs> I, it, it's almost automatic now in many, That's many. Awesome. Wow. Wonderful. So, just so you listener know what we're talking about. The stall tool S T A L L was created by one of our participants some years ago. And Lisa has totally made it her own. It's awesome. <laughs> each letter of the word stall stands for something. When you feel like you're drawn to food, or it might be some other counterfeit coping mechanism that you want to break free from. But when you are drawn to it, stopping, then turning. And like Lisa said, you might even physically turn away from it, or you might talk like Lisa says she does. She just talks with herself. What is going on here? Why do I want this for? Um, And then A is in the word stall is ask, inviting God in and asking him, Mm -hmm. whether it's for his help or for his wisdom or to give you what you really need. And then the first L is listen. You know, we want to listen to him when we've asked him for something. (laughs) And, And then and the second L can mean a couple of things. It can be learn and it can also be love what he tells us. It's awesome mm-hmm. that the God of the universe communicates with us. So um, I love how Lisa has taken this mind renewal tool and totally turned it into her own so mm-hmm. that now it's like second nature, first nature, even it seems like <laughs> that's just what you do. It is yeah. just, just what I do. I just want to share something else, you know, when you invited me to be in this podcast and 
I thought, you know, what is maybe one of the most important differences between where I was before with 30-ish years of the dieting dieting mentality mm-hmm. and that type of thing? I now have a plan for how I eat and when I eat, not what I eat. I think that shift uh, for some reason for me has just led to peace. Yeah, this is how I eat now. I Mm. eat on a small plate with smaller portions, knowing what my stomach can hold, you know, knowing what will satisfy me, not what, but how and when, and I eat when I'm hungry, what a concept. And it's really quite an easy one when you lay it down, but I don't really focus on what I eat. I eat what's there. I just put it on the right size, smaller plate. I've learned to appreciate hunger. Honestly, you guys, I like feeling hungry because (laughs) I didn't let myself feel hungry because everybody tells you you shouldn't. I don't get that. You know, like when you're, I'm so hungry, I could eat the walls. I could chew the (laughs) the doorknobs. I could, you know, it's like people say that I don't get that hangry feeling anymore. It's like, Mm -hmm. I am hungry. What a gift from the Lord to tell me my body is ready for food and it's working efficiently. This is a great (laughs) body I have. It's fearfully and wonderfully made. It's telling me that I should eat here pretty quick, pretty soon, but I don't have to eat at this very moment. Food mm-hmm. in our culture isn't far away. No, mm-hmm. we're very blessed that way. And I don't have any medical conditions. I know some people do, but I don't have any medical conditions. So if I have to wait a half hour, or an hour or whatever, I'm going to be okay. And again, there is peace in that you guys, mm-hmm. there is so much peace in going, I'm hungry. Yay. Yeah, it is so ironic that we've been told we shouldn't get hungry. Uh-huh. And, and the theory is that because you'll go into starvation mode and your body will hold on to the fat. And, and I tell participants who are new to us, my response to that when they say, well, what about the starvation mode is, you know, when we're hungry, we eat, we eat and our body learns that <laughs> you're in a safe place. This is not a famine. Like we've been warned that our bodies would think we're in a famine. We better hold on to all the weight we have. Uh, yeah, it's just so novel, a concept that, okay, when I'm hungry, if I'm able to, I will eat. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not able to now, it won't be very long before I am. It is a peaceful approach. I want to jump in because I know that so many of us, myself included, and so many people I know that are listening are wondering, what do you do, Lisa, with your big emotions, the emotions that so often drive us to food and other things that we don't want to go to, how do you deal with the emotional piece? And I know that you're dealing with some pretty big emotional stuff right now. So I just wanted to ask you, do you use mind renewal for that? What, what do you do in that situation? I do. I'll use mind renewal. I like to say that when I'm dealing with this big emotional stuff, the first thing I want to do is praise because even though this is big, there is something bigger out there. Our God is bigger and I'm going to praise him first. And then I am probably just going to do a quick prayer of Lord, help me, you know, whatever the situation is, take that situation and turn it over to him first Mm -hmm. through prayer. Then I will probably do some mind renewal. And sometimes it's like, you know, Lord, why is this happening to me? What is going on here? I might start with all those questions. And then I might turn to what if I phrase this differently? And so then my what if becomes, what if Lisa, you phrase this differently, put a different look on it. Mm -hmm. What if you looked at this 
in terms of what the Lord is doing for you. Maybe he is saying, you need to come closer to me. Then I go, oh, what if you're doing this, Lord, to send me a message of, I need to look to you for the answers here, not to myself. So sometimes it just starts that conversation, which usually for me leads me to a mind renewal tool to think through. And, and then sometimes I, like I said, I do a couple of those and then I end up with a paragraph of thought. You know, submitting all those things to the Lord early on, and even when you don't know what to do, you're like, Lord, I'm just all emotional over this situation. What would you have me do? I think that's just, sometimes you're just there. That's, you don't really know what to do. Lord, what would you have me do in this moment right now? First, take it to him. You can praise him for so many things. Mm, I love that. You know, maybe it's even the comfortable couch you're on or the beautiful window that you're looking out. And I would just say, anytime you can start with praise, sometimes that leads to a little bit of peace. It does. Mm -hmm. Oh, it does. Yeah. I have another question. In the event that you, I don't know, maybe it's a special celebration event you go to or whatever, but somehow you end up overeating and you feel miserable. But what do you do when you have a so-called failure or a mess up? What do you do with that? Because that's something that kind of perplexes a lot of our listeners is I'm, I keep messing up or I've messed up after having so many days consistently of doing well. And I don't know what to do with myself over that. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that? You know, a few times I have, it's, it's kind of a reflection piece or a sit back and ask a look and learn. Um, you can phrase that a, a lot of different ways, but I often say, Lisa, how much joy did that food bring you? And I'm like, wait a second, that wasn't what brought me joy. The joy was the company that I had. I found joy in these other things. It really, mm-hmm. it really wasn't the amount of food I consumed, even though it tasted good. And I thought that was bringing me joy, but where did I have the most fun in how mm-hmm. I ate and what <laughs> I ate? And rarely is that the case, right? Clearly. Right in the company, maybe in going to a new place, like eating out or a new experience or seeing those relatives at a family reunion that you haven't seen for a really long time, connecting with people or connecting with a lovely place that you, you haven't been. So when I do overeat and I overate on cookie dough majorly here a couple of weeks ago, like it was just like, Oh my gosh, this is so good. And I had to make a lot of cookies because I was having a lot of family come and visit periodically. So I had to make a lot. I just did. I made a double batch and I was eating the cookie dough. And honestly, after, you know, I had the last batch and I was like, I don't, I just don't feel very good. And I'm like, how much joy did that bring me? I'm like, really none. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really didn't. I have a little bit of a stomach ache because I ate too much and it really didn't bring me any joy. Huh? How about that? <laughs> and then it's, it's, then there's a little condemnation. Oh, Lisa, you should know better for goodness sakes. Why did you do this? But then I'm like, Lord, you got this. You got me. I know in this space and in this place, this wasn't what honors you. Therefore help me next time. I love the idea of asking yourself how much joy, even, even before you, you know, when you're grappling with, well, I really want this. It's like, well, how much joy is this going to bring me? And then afterwards, if you go ahead and do, which we all do sometimes to say, well, how much joy did that bring me? Actually? You know what? I feel like that really didn't Um, (laughs) I love that. That's great. Wonderful. Good idea. What is one thing that you would want to say, kind of bring it home for us, Lisa, what would you want to say to everybody? (laughs) You know, I just want to say that when you seek peace in areas of your life, it'll come, Mm -hmm. it'll come over time. It may not come quickly, 
but peace will come if you are consciously seeking it. And sometimes it might come accidentally, but I think that when you ask the Lord to bring you peace in different circumstances in your life, just keep asking and keep striving, but renew your mind, really work on the mind, work mm. on the mind, the body mm-hmm. will come. Yes. The body piece will come work on the mind. Just work on that with the Lord in whatever process you have, get that right. First, get your mind right. First. <laughs> and, and then the body piece will come. I guess that's the best advice I have. Wow. Fantastic advice. Wonderful. I love it. I love it. This was so much fun, Lisa. Thank you. It was so much fun. Yeah. I'm loving this whole time with you, Lisa. Thank you so much for being here. It's just been an honor and a pleasure to share this because it's, it's just what I do. You know, sometimes I don't think it's all that that special or important, but I know how many things have impacted me through Revelation Within and the things that I've seen that it's like, yeah, hey, if this helps other people, I'm all for it. (laughs) Hey, that's awesome. It will. It will definitely help a lot of other people. Thank you. So we hope, listener, that you have been blessed by this little interview with Lisa McNeely. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're so glad that you've been here with us as well. And we'll see you next time um, in our next episode of our podcast, Revelation Within on the